TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. For Ask the Expert North Texas, I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. COVID's back in the conversation again, thanks to a new strain that's making the rounds around the world. And there's talk of another possible booster shot coming out next month. Kids are back in school, and there are new numbers that COVID cases are starting to increase again, just not to the pandemic levels. On today's Ask the Expert, we are joined by Dr. Joseph Chang. He's the medical director at Parkland Hospital. He's in the KRLE Zoom room. Nice to see you again, doctor. And here we are again. Yeah, right? I, I, I thought the pandemic had ended and COVID disappeared from our lives. What happened? Well, you know, when the president declares it's over, it, it has to be over, right? But uh uh, unfortunately, germs don't really care what our president uh, might say. So, yeah, COVID's back a little bit. Um, it's not quite at, at any sort of alarming level, but certainly numbers are going up. It's uh, all around the country. Um, fortunately, however, for North Texas, our numbers have been going up, but not quite as fast or, or as steeply as some other parts of the country. So, uh, But you guys will probably refer, uh, remember that that happened to us before as well. Uh, the Northeast would shoot up and the Midwest would shoot up and we would trail behind a little bit. So, so we'll kind of see how it goes. It's watchful waiting right now. Uh, not too much panic yet. We spoke to Stephen Love, president of the DFW Hospital Council, just at the beginning of the school year. Um, and it, it, he kind of said what you said. I mean, it's going up, not a big concern. But let me tell you, this weekend, having just personal conversations with family and friends and hearing about it outside of my workspace, you know, not just having conversations yeah. like this, but, you know, so-and-so's got sick and their kid's sick and da 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 and they're, and I, I started to have this panic attack. I was like, was at the, I was at a restaurant and somebody sneezed and I'm like, oh my gosh, right? <laughs> Ew, gross. You know, I got to get out of here. I can't breathe. You know, it's like, how do we deal with that anxiety from the, from the pandemic when we were so afraid yeah. of what COVID could do? Yeah. To some extent, you know, we all have a little bit of PTSD uh, from certainly at least that first year, uh, the first wave and then Delta, it, it, it was just really kind of overwhelming um, so I think we all feel that a little bit. Certainly us here in the healthcare industry feel that a little bit. But I think the, the important things to remember are these, right? We already saw that Omicron was, even though numbers were sky high, the virulence or the severity of disease had already dropped since Delta and prior strains, right? And so as we progressed from Omicron to sort of Omicron light, mm -hmm. um, which everything has been since then, um, even when we've seen numbers go up, we have not seen hospitalizations go up and we really have not seen deaths move at all. Uh, right. So so that's the good news. Right. So to answer your question, Kristen, I mean, yes, we know that it's there. Yes, we know we can get it. But I think we can all rest assured that these strains now are far less deadly 
than they were before. That's not to say that if you don't have some pre-existing health conditions that you should not be careful and who wants to get sick anyway, right? But at least I think the fear and panic, we can keep that at bay just a little bit because we know that these strains are going to be a little less severe. How much different is this new Eris strain that's making the rounds? Do we have immunity from it if we've gotten our COVID vaccinations and boosters? Yeah, so I, I think the thing to remember from that standpoint, and you know, without getting too technical about it, um, the newest boosters uh, are designed against Omicron. Um, and the, the generation of booster before that had some Omicron activity, but not exclusive Omicron protection, right? Um, the good news for us is that this current one, what we call EG5 or Eris, right? We've left the Greek alphabets. We've now entered in Greek goddesses, uh, which is what Eris is, um, uh, is an offshoot of Omicron. And so uh, at least preliminary tests have shown that uh, the biggest string now, which again is Eris, uh, is uh, is going to be protected against by the new booster. So uh, even though it's a cousin, not quite the same as Omicron, there is definitely enough genetic similarity um, that the booster should protect very well against this current strain. I think that's an interesting little small fact as I move from the alphabet to, to goddesses. That's yeah. interesting. Um, but back on the on the booster. So did we ever determine how long the booster was efficient for? Because I know that there was a timing yeah. situation back then when we were getting the boosters more right. frequently. Yeah, no, that's a good question. And I mean, I think initially there was some conservatism in, in that uh, wanted to err on the side of getting more than less, right? So we wanted people to be more protected rather than less. And I think as we've learned more, uh, about how our vaccines have worked against this particular uh, virus. Uh, and again, even though it's not lifelong, uh, like, like you know, our chickenpox vaccines or whatever, um, it, it gives us more than the three to six months that we initially thought, right? So right now the thought is really as long as the strains don't mutate too much, you're looking at pretty good immunity up to 12 months. And so um, is this like a flu situation where things will change every year? We don't know yet, obviously. Um, but for now, it seems that the mutation rate has really slowed down um, quite a bit. And so our boosters should last a good long time. It certainly should get you through this uh, winter season um, without any problem. We're not just talking about Eris, though. There are a total of three different kind of variations going around. And I'm yeah. seeing I'm seeing one that's called Fornax and uh, a yeah. third one called Pirola. Do those are those similar that we don't necessarily need to worry about those? Yeah, absolutely. They're actually very similar. Uh, to Eris. And again, all of them we can trace back to Omicron. So like I said, the mutation rate really has slowed down quite a bit. Um, the difference between Alpha, you know, our original uh, um, uh, coronavirus uh, variant or whatever, um, was very different than Delta. I mean, those are almost almost like they're, they're, they're like third cousins, <laughs> not first cousins at all, you know. And so vaccine against one didn't work great um, against the other. Um, these are similar enough right now, these kind of strains that we actually all call them sort of Omicron like kids. So so they're all they're all pretty similar. Um, and so the same booster will 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 work for all. Do we still need our booster cards or our COVID cards? <laughs> Do we still need to be like keeping track of when the last one was versus the next one? Or is that going to be like now 
in our medical records and then you know the doctors will give us a hey you're it's time for your appointment yeah I, I would really doubt you need to carry those things around anymore you know I, it's like almost ancient like a you know i can't wait to tell my grandkids look at my covid card right, you know? right well listen i know that this is a radio show but i can show you right now in my wallet i still have it yeah i still, <laughs> I, uh, I still have my record of my, my covid shots um i really doubt that we'll ever get to the point where we need to see that anymore um because again th these mutations are, are much more far much farther apart uh, and they're not quite as big mutations as they used to be. So um, I, I would I would really say at most now we would be sort of it'd be like the flu shot where we would maybe say get a booster every year. Um, but, you know, at the way things are going, I'm not super positive that in another year or two, we, we really won't be talking about it anymore at all. Uh, we'll just have to kind of see how this goes. And, and you know, it, it's like prior pandemics we, we've had. Right. The last one in the early 1900s, the Spanish flu. We don't have Spanish flu vaccines now. Like, I mean, <laughs> you don't even talk about it, right? Yeah. Um, so so we, we really think that it's more following the pattern of Spanish flu rather than the actual sort of flu that we see now that comes back every single year. Um, we, we feel like this is more of a unique situation rather than the recurring situation. Will that be the medical advice for people with for this year and years to come is that if you're going to get a flu shot, also you might want to get the latest COVID shot. In some cases, you can get it at the same time. Yeah, I would say I would say for now, yes, right. This year, I would still absolutely advise people get it. I'm going to get it um, because uh, who wants to get sick? Like, I don't want to get sick. Um, and, and as I've mentioned to you before, like, you know, my kids are out of the house now. They're they're in college. I certainly uh, am going to tell them. I'm not going to ask. Them, I want to tell them they need to get it. Um, because again, even though uh, severity has really, really gone down, I mean, why, why why get sick if you don't have to? I mean, there, there's no just no reason to do that. Um, so, so I would advise folks go ahead and get it. And again, certainly if you're elderly uh, or if you have other pre-existing medical conditions. It's Dr. Joseph Chang from Parkland. Dr. Chang, it's always a pleasure. Thanks. All right. Talk later. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.